Hi. 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 Welcome back to the Barefoot Office. I'm so glad that you're here. I invite you to take off your shoes, to take a deep breath. I often have my body in some sort of yoga pose, I think maybe frog, while I'm doing this or recording, and do something to relax your body. Several times today, scrolling through Facebook, I saw people post, take a deep breath. Or relax your ears away from your shoulders, unclench your jaw, take your tongue away from the roof of your mouth. Do something that prepares your body to let your mind and your spirit enter into this digital spiritual space where we can look to hear our own voices and to try to discern within them the voice of God. We'll read this passage three times and each time ask a different question. The first time starting with what word or phrase sticks out to you? In those days, Israel had no king. And in those days, the tribe of the Danites was seeking a place of their own where they might settle, because they had not yet come into an inheritance among the tribes of Israel. So the Danites sent five of their leading men from Zorah and Eshtaal to spy out the land and explore it. These men represented all the Danites. They told them, go, explore the land. So they entered the hill country of Ephraim and came to the house of Micah, where they spent the night. When they were near Micah's house, they recognized the voice of the young Levite. So they turned in there and asked him, Who brought you here? What are you doing in this place? Why are you here? He told them what Micah had done for him and said, He has hired me, and I am his priest. Then they said to him, Please inquire of God to learn whether our journey will be successful. The priest answered them, Go in peace. Your journey has the Lord's approval. So the five men left and came to Laish, where they saw that the people were living in safety, like the Sidonians, at peace and secure. And since the land lacked nothing, they were prosperous. Also, they lived a long way from the Sidonians and had no relationship with anyone else. When they returned to Zorah and Eshtaal, their fellow Danites asked them, How did you find things? They answered, Come on, let's attack them. We have seen the land, and it is very good. Aren't you going to do something? Don't hesitate to go there and take it over. When you get there, you will find an unsuspecting people and a spacious land that God has put into your hands, a land that lacks nothing whatever. Then six hundred men of the Danites, armed for battle, set out from Zorah and Eshtaal. On their way, they set up camp near Kiriath-Jearim in Judah. This is why the place west of Kiriath-Jearim is called Mahanadan to this day. From there they went on to the hill country of Ephraim and came to Micah's house. Then the five men who had spied out the land of Laish said to their fellow Danites, 
Do you know that one of these houses has an ephod, some household gods, and an image overlaid with silver? Now you know what to do. So they turned in there and went to the house of the young Levite at Micah's place and greeted him. What word or phrase sticks out to you in this passage? For me, it's to this day. But also, please inquire of God. And also, go in peace. Your journey has the Lord's approval. (coughs) The second time as we read, where do you see God in this passage? (coughs) In those days, Israel had no king. And in those days, the tribe of the Danites was seeking a place of their own where they might settle, because they had not yet come into an inheritance among the tribes of Israel. So the Danites sent five of their leading men from Zorah and Eshtaal to spy out the land and explore it. These men represented all the Danites. They told them, go, explore the land. So they entered the hill country of Ephraim and came to the house of Micah, where they spent the night. When they were near Micah's house, they recognized the voice of the young Levite, So they turned in there and asked him, Who brought you here? What are you doing in this place? Why are you here? He told them what Micah had done for him and said, He has hired me and I am his priest. Then they said to him, Please inquire of God to learn whether our journey will be successful. The priest answered them, Go in peace. Your journey has the Lord's approval. So the five men left and came to Laish, where they saw that the people were living in safety, like the Sidonians, at peace and secure. And since their land lacked nothing, they were prosperous. Also, they lived a long way from the Sidonians and had no relationship with anyone else. When they returned to Zorah and Eshtaal, their fellow Danites asked them, How did you find things? They answered, Come on, let's attack them. We have seen the land and it is very good. Aren't you going to do something? Don't hesitate to go there and take it over. When you get there, you will find an unsuspecting people and a spacious land that God has put into your hands, a land that lacks nothing whatever. Then six hundred men of the Danites, armed for battle, set out from Zorah and Eshtaal. On their way, they set up camp near Kiarath-Jearim in Judah. This is why the place west of Kiriath-Jearim is called Mahanadan to this day. From there they went on to the hill country of Ephraim and came to Micah's house. Then the five men who had spied out the land of Laish said to their fellow Danites, Do you know that one of these houses has an ephod, some household gods, and an image overlaid with silver? Now you know what to do. So they turned in there and went to the house of the young Levite at Micah's place and greeted him. Where do you see God in this passage? For me, the thing that stuck with me, that struck me, aside from this is why the place west of Kiriath-Jearim is called Mahanadan to this day, which my eighth grade teacher and Bible teacher taught us that those sentences, and it's called that to this day, are the incontrovertible proof that what happened in the Bible is real and that the Bible is true. And 
well, you can make of that what you will, I suppose, but whenever I see one of those, as I'm reading, it makes me think of that. But what stuck out to me was something I didn't really, I wasn't paying enough attention to yet the first time, that the Danites had not yet come into an inheritance among the tribes of Israel. I imagine if we, I don't know, looked back at Exodus or Deuteronomy or Joshua, that those things would have been settled. And yet here in Judges, it's not. The Danites have no place of their own, even though the Israelites are in the promised land. So what does that mean? Maybe that it takes time. Maybe that history is written by many different actors and different people and different voices. Maybe that once some people had their place, it wasn't important to find it for everyone else. I don't know. I don't know what I make of that, just that it struck me that how long this took. Sentences we haven't been reading in Judges, but so many of them are. And Gideon led the people for 40 years, and Samson led Israel for seven years, and many more besides. It took generations for the different tribes to find their place or, as it says, be given their place in the promised land, to have a land of their own. It takes time to find a place of your own. And the time it takes and the not anomie necessarily, but the confusion and the waiting of what am I trying to say here? It's okay for it to take time. And it's okay to be in limbo while the place that is yours isn't ready yet and you haven't found it. And all of that is okay. It's okay. It's okay. Having read and reflected on this passage, what can you imagine yourself doing? What might God be calling you to do in these words? In those days, Israel had no king. And in those days, the tribe of the Danites was seeking a place of their own where they might settle because they had not yet come into an inheritance among the tribes of Israel. So the Danites sent five of their leading men from Zorah and Eshtaol to spy out the land and explore it. These men represented all the Danites. They told them, go, explore the land. So they entered the hill country of Ephraim and came to the house of Micah where they spent the night. When they were near Micah's house, they recognized the voice of the young Levite. So they turned in there and asked him, who brought you here? What are you doing in this place? Why are you here? He told them what Micah had done for him and said, he has hired me and I am his priest. Then they said to him, Please inquire of God to learn whether our journey will be successful. The priest answered them, Go in peace. Your journey has the Lord's approval. 
So the five men left and came to Laish, where they saw that the people were living in safety like the Sidonians, at peace and secure. And since their land lacked nothing, they were prosperous. Also, they lived a long way from the Sidonians and had no relationship with anyone else. When they returned to Zorah and Eshtal, their fellow Danites asked them, How did you find things? They answered, Come on, let's attack them. We have seen the land and it is very good. Aren't you going to do something? Don't hesitate to go there and take it over. When you get there, you will find an unsuspecting people and a spacious land that God has put into your hands, a land that lacks nothing whatever. Then six hundred men of the Danites, armed for battle, set out from Zorah and Eshtal. On their way, they set up camp near Kiriath-Jearim in Judah. This is why the place west of Kiriath-Jearim is called Mahanadan to this day. From there, they went on to the hill country of Ephraim and came to Micah's house. Then the five men who had spied out the land of Laish said to their fellow Danites, Do you know that one of these houses has an ephod, some household gods, and an image overlaid with silver? Now you know what to do. So they turned in there and went to the house of the young Levite at Micah's place and greeted him. What might God be calling you to do in this passage? A lot of my faith and my spirituality is wrapped up in music. And music artists like David Crowder, Switchfoot, Jars of Clay, lesser known ones that I learned, I met at camps like Foolish Things or Station Two. But also these hymns and I think the first real heartbroken cry my eyes out incident that I remember is when we went to the Sunday night hymn sing that we always went to and I wanted to sing Wonderful Grace of Jesus and the pastor said no we're not going to sing that tonight and I was devastated I asked to sing it every week but anyways all of that's a roundabout way of saying that I wonder whether the song Go My Children With My Blessing at Peace and Sure comes from this passage of course now I've lost it having set my Bible down go in peace your journey has the Lord's approval Well, oh, like the Sidonians, at peace and secure. At peace and secure. And it just made me think that for all that my Episcopalianism in liturgy and in formation and in history in the last, wow, it's been 07, 13 years I've been in Episcopal churches, but Episcopal theology and Episcopal hymnody has never been my favorite. There are Methodist hymns I love and Lutheran hymns 
I love, but there are not many particularly Episcopal hymns that are uniquely Episcopal hymns that I love. A few, some here and there, but not many. And I think it gave me the courage, the heart, the encouragement to having just received a disappointment of sorts from a Presbyterian church to go ahead and make sure that I fill out an application for a position at a Lutheran church. And that doesn't mean I'll get it. It doesn't mean it's the right time, but it just means that I'll do it. And I know that more so than in the Presbyterian church and the Lutheran church with some music, go my children with my blessing at peace and sure or never alone, I suppose, some ways I've heard it. I would find a home for my faith and for my music there. And that would be good. (sighs) Almighty God, You have given your only Son to be for us a sacrifice for sin and also an example of godly life. Give us grace to receive thankfully the fruits of his redeeming work and to follow daily in the blessed steps of his most holy life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Hope and joy be yours that no matter where you are at, whether you have received your inheritance or know where your place is or not, there is a place for you where you can be at peace and sure because you know that you have within you and you are the light of the world the light of God always.